Shalom. Welcome to the cloud with Apostle Michael O'Henney, the presbyter of Malik Fortress, a religious organization. In today's episode, we are looking at what I have titled The Truth the Christian Never Knew. Truth the Christian Never Knew. Man is essentially spirit. So let this body go away and your spirit will still live. The spirit of man can never be killed or destroyed by Satan. When the unbeliever dies, his spirit is not in the hands of Satan. This is the fundamental truth. When an unbeliever dies, his spirit doesn't go to Satan, but his spirit goes to his maker. It returns to his maker. So the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, 6 to 7, said, before the silver cord is severed or the golden bowl is broken or the preacher is broken at the spring or the wheel broken at the system and the dust returns to the earth as it was and the spirit returns to God who gave it. The spirit returns to God gave it so when a person dies whether the person is a believer a christian or not his spirit goes back to god and not to satan satan doesn't have any power over your spirit or over your soul whether you're a believer or a christian when you die hallelujah and this is the reason why man cannot die man's spirit keeps living on even after he's passed on to glory and the question is when the unbeliever dies where does he go and when the believer also dies where does he go the unbeliever goes to hell a place prepared by God being administered by God and not Satan Satan is not in hell Satan has his own place hell is secured by God for people who couldn't serve him to receive salvation in the hard way listen The worlds were framed by the word of God for an intended purpose. The purpose is reconciliation through Christ, including hellfire. Even in hellfire, the unbeliever can't die, but his soul will live in in eternal pain for a while, and so it is in heaven. Hence, people die and receive lessons in hell. Like I said, lesson is heaven is a place where people are taught lessons they go through lessons to be able to receive jesus the salvation of christ the salvation god brought to mankind through christ jesus now come up with me bible says in luke 16 verse 18 whosoever putteth away his wife and marries another commits adultery and whosoever marries her that is put away from her husband commits adultery. The Grecian idiomatic expression putting away means a separation. Hell is a putting away. It doesn't connote divorce. Putting away means God has not divorced the unbeliever or you but in separation for reconciliation. So with hellfire, God has not divorced the unbeliever or his creation. But it is just a separation for reconciliation. God did not divorce his creature or creation god didn't break covenant with creation putting away stipulates that god is not pleasant with something 
So he said, can we separate for a while? Hell is a putting away. The word of God put it this way. Whoever put it away his wife and marries another commits adultery. And whosoever marries her that is put away from her husband commits adultery. Now the question is, why was Jesus talking about putting away between a man and a woman and this passage I just read? And then he brings in Abraham, Lazarus, and a certain rich man. Jesus was communicating something far greater than marriage. Jesus was talking about a putting away and not a divorce. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 16, 18 to 31. So I'm reading further. Whosoever putteth away his wife and marrieth another commit adultery, and whosoever marrieth her that is put away from her husband commit adultery. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sorrows and desiring to be fed with the crumbs from which fell from the table rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores, and it, it, it came to pass that the, the burger died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom, and the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom, he, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame but Abraham said son remember that thou in thy lifetime receives thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things but now he is he's, he's comforted and, and thou art tormented and beside all this between us and you there is a great gulf fixed so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and, prophet, and, and the prophet, let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophet, neither would they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Now, if anybody goes to hell, God hasn't broken covenant with them. He, 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 hell is a place designed by God to accommodate anyone who died and didn't serve God through Christ Jesus. If, if you are a believer and follower of Christ, then you should count it joy that God has a plan for unbelievers who ended up in hellfire. As messengers of the gospel, the scope of our messages must get to hell as well. That is the reach of the good news. In hellfire, God has not broken covenant with man. The, 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 there are friends, aunts, fathers, mothers, siblings, etc. who died without knowing Jesus and are in hell. But they are comforted that one day God will step in for them. By this, we are comforted for them. People will end up in hell, but that is not the end because there is still faith for them. 
the, the word of God addressed that in that day they shall be visited. And we can find that in Isaiah 24 verse 22. And they shall be guarded together as prisoners are guarded in the parade and shall be shut up in the prison. But after many days shall they be visited. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God abides forever. Everything is premised on the love of God. God's word is powerful than heaven and earth. If heaven and earth will pass away, how much more hell? Hell will also pass away. Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 89, Lament forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Revelation 20 verse 14 also says, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, and this is the second death. Jonah said, I was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, yet thou hast brought up my life from corruption. Jonah 1.17 Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Jonah 2 verse 5 to 6 also says, And the waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The death clothed me around about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains, and the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When the word of God speaks of forever or everlasting regarding hell, it is speaking of a period. The Bible declares that Sodom and Gomorrah is an example, and not no Christian can deny this truth and factuality. Things have been read in truth but interpreted in deception to us all these years. The fire in hell is not forever. It's just like what transpired in the Bible in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. The fire that came upon Sodom and Gomorrah was for a period and it didn't last forever. So Jude 1 7 says, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manner giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set for our for an example suffering the virgins of eternal fire the bible says in hebrews chapter 7 verse 16 who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment but after the power of an endless life so perhaps john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believes in him should not perish but have an everlasting life the, the intent of god the father is that you should not perish but have everlasting life. The kingdom will not end, but but the reign of well, the, the reign of Jesus will end when his enemies are subjected to him. Jesus' reign will expire one day. The kingdom of Christ will not end, but his reign will end. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 24-25, Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power for he must reign till he has put all his enemies under his feet think of it this way heaven earth and the reign of jesus will end why won't hell the regions of satan must be taken from him jesus will hand over the kingdom to the father in honor if he, hell doesn't end then the proposition was not complete if hell doesn't end then the payment of sin didn't end and could couldn't cover a sin god must be just to clear death so justice on god said i have paid it give them the keys of death and hell hell will end one day can you imagine what jesus said that it will be more tolerable 
than Sodom and Gomorrah. Matthew 10 verse 15. Very, very, I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than that city. This simply means that punishment in hell is not the same. There are degree of punishment. If you think Sodom and Gomorrah was the dread of all, it was just an example to us. It means that judgment, the judgment that Sodom and Gomorrah suffered was not their judgment because they are able to face that judgment. Hell is a place of reservation. Hell in the mind of God is not an entity in the discourse of judgment. Hell is not the end. Even heaven that you are yearning to go to will pass away one day. Where you should yearn for is the golden city, the new Jerusalem, where that city is located is God himself. Our purpose is to be in fusion with that city. Heaven is not the destination of anyone but God. Hallelujah. Please kindly read your Bible well. The ability to journey back to God through Christ is the key. Heaven is not our destination. God is our objective. God is our place. God is our mansion. We want to rule with God as a pan dragon and a pan to crato in the new Jerusalem for the everlasting God will be our hiding place. God intended something in Christ. Christ is a new world beyond heaven and earth. You are in Christ, but why do you still want to risk and escape to a heaven which will pass away? Kindly read your Bible well. The purpose of God is through Christ because heaven and earth will pass away. Christ is bigger than heaven and earth. Matthew 25 verse 34 Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Hence, heaven and earth, hell, will pass away because Christ is the intended purpose. What was prepared from the beginning was the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is power over physical death. That is immortality. It was the kingdom of God that was prepared from the foundation of the world and from the foundation of time. Our destination is the kingdom of God and not heaven. God framed the ages in his word. He intended it in Christ. He intended it in Christ. Who was the word? First John chapter 1 from 1 to 2 says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it and bear witness, and so forth unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto you. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which as we see were not made of things which we which do appear. Nothing can be consummated outside of Christ because the devil and his cohort were created for Christ. The believers were created for Christ. When everything is consummated in Christ, Christ has only one ambition to hand over what he will gather to the Father. In Christ, the vision of God is realized. God wants everything that left him come back to God. God has an intent that is Christ. And Christ has intent by the ministry of reconciliation to hand over the world and the ages to God. When God had Christ, 
He had everything. Everything is in Christ, not only man. Therefore, the concept of everything must be understood completely. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17-18 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So the new creation came from God and must be recreated to go back to God. So Christ is going to hand over everything to the Father. God is the ultimate end. God is the infinite, infinite being. God the Father is, is the climax of all consume mission 1 Corinthians chapter 15 24 then the end comes when he will deliver up the kingdom to God even the father when he will have abolished all rule and all authority and power if heaven that is the place of glory that people are confused about will pass away why won't hell pass away if hell will endure but heaven and earth will pass away then God is not God God created everything including hell the reason is that we don't understand the proposition in the context of the fairness and the justice of God. The justice of God cannot be questioned, but the fairness of God can be questioned. Hallelujah. Hence, the forgiveness of sin is one thing, and the clearing of the guilt is another thing. We need to understand the retribution that encompasses the justice and the fairness of God. The demand for our sins were not cancelled, but paid for by Christ. That is the justice of God, so that you will be set free, and that is the fairness of God. By this, God is just but not fair. On the axiom of justice, someone must pay for you to enjoy the fairness of God. When it comes to the justice of God, He is strict. God never forgave anyone's sin until Jesus died. So, Luke 16 25 to 28. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good th things, and, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from thence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, thou send someone to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place and be tormented. So all the things you call good on earth, they don't endure after here. Lazarus is comforted and the king or the rich man is tormented. Who were the five brothers of the king? When you look at the, the, the sons of Jacob, six of them were from Leah, Genesis 35, 22, 23. And it came to pass when Israel dwelt in that land that Ruby went and lay with Bilhah, Bil his father's concubine, and Israel had it. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve. The sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simon and Levi, Judah and Issachar, and Zebu. Purple speaks of kinship, so we realize that the rich man was in purple. The color purple means royalty. Judah, who is the king, had five brothers. Judah, the king, was the rich man out of whom will come the Melchizedek priesthood, the kingly priest. He had five brothers. He said to the father Abraham to send Lazarus to, to my father's house, the house of Jacob. Jesus says, if someone should 
rise from the dead and go to them they have Moses and the prophet let them hear them note that the law and the prophet is Jesus so if he he Jesus rose up then he must be tested testified in hell as well Jesus is the testimony of hell because he died and, and arose the testimony of hell is Jesus the one that was in hell and, and, and he is no more there but now has the case of death and hell is Jesus Revelation 1 verse 18 says I am he that lived and was dead and behold I am alive forevermore amen and have the keys of hell and death there is a preaching in hell and it is the preaching of Jesus the King Judah head of Christ preached and he doesn't want his brothers to end up in hell if heaven and earth will pass away hell will not and hell will not then Satan is bigger than God Revelation 20 verse 14 said that death and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire and this is the second death God has planned for the ages and, and, and he purposed it in Christ God framed the ages by his word it was a space time continuum God is not talking about a physical world but ages to come Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 the true faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen here are made of things which do not appear like I said previously in hell there are degrees of punishment in hell there will be lessons in different forms people who died without knowing Jesus their souls will receive different lessons hellfire won't cause the unbeliever to die but it is everlasting torment the soul is another body we have received that our spirit lived in people will receive corporal punishment or severe punishment right in heaven no man will escape fire there is no fire escapism whether born again or not all we go through lake of fire the word of god emphatically says that in first corinthians 3 13 to 15 every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is if any man's work abide which he has built thereupon he shall receive a reward if any man's work shall be burned he shall suffer loss but he himself shall be saved yet so as by fire Therefore, the discourse on fire is categorized into two, which are hellfire and leak of fire. Hellfire is different from leak of fire or everlasting fire. Get this truth into your spirit. There is the fire for everyone to taste, including the believers in Christ. The story of Abraham, Lazarus, and the rich man in the book of Luke chapter 16 is the illustration of hellfire and Abraham bosom that is paradise however there is a lake of fire designed for the believers in Abraham bosom highlighted in Matthew chapter 25 so every man born of a woman will taste lake of fire not exempting the believers in Christ Jesus the lake of fire is designed for the overcomer by faith and not and 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 and, and the overcomer by works as well so in christ there is overcomer by faith 
those who, who are born again to and awaiting the coming of Jesus and overcome by works, those who are working with Christ in his vineyard to receive more crowns. Hallelujah. So the overcomer by faith, the overcomer by faith, and then overcomer by works, all of them will go through the lake of fire, but not hell fire. It is the unbeliever who will go into the lake of fire and then end up in the lake of fire. The unbeliever will go through hell of fire, hell fire, okay? And then end up in lake of fire. The believer who is in heaven without works or with works will also go through the lake of fire. This is the mystery most Christians don't know. Thanks for listening to the first part of this podcast. We will continue walking this consciousness. Shalom.